So how did Afghanistan happen? Like, what's the experience of getting told that you're going to be deployed? Like, what are the mechanics of that? Um, I mean, it's all very, it, it all seems, feels very haphazard at the time. Like when I first got to my signals intelligence battalion, and this is very common if you're kind of a boot lieutenant, they just, they put you wherever they need to put you. So I actually started off as um, the assistant logistics officer had no training in logistics. I did that for a few months. I did pretty well there. And that's when they tapped me for uh, a signals intelligence platoon position. I, I should say, I, I had mentioned earlier, I was like the platoon commander. I actually started off as the assistant platoon commander. So I was actually training uh, this platoon with a senior lieutenant. He was the platoon commander. Uh, he served as the platoon commander for the first six months of the deployment. And then I, he went home and then I became the platoon commander. Um, but it was, it just seemed like, like I did just one day they pulled me aside. They're like, Hey Ruben, you're going to be the platoon commander or assistant platoon commander for signals intelligence platoon now. And then suddenly I was given just an endless list of things I had to do. A lot of it was, you know, pretty boring, uh, routine stuff, making sure everyone had the appropriate vaccinations, medical checkups, all the necessary kind of like weapons training that all the Marines needed. Yeah, a lot of paperwork. It was a pretty, you know, pretty intense time as far as like the, the work tempo went. I was working very long hours, not getting much sleep. And then I was, I should say, just going back to the last conversation we had that I did, to the extent that I had any time on the side to do what I wanted to do with training, I did introduce as much as I could kind of counterinsurgency uh, lessons. I actually had them read different materials. I tested them on those materials. We had like class discussions. I was definitely the dorkiest uh, lieutenant in the battalion at the time. And it was interesting, like, um, you know, I mean, I, these were signals intelligence Marines. A lot of them were, were the Marines linguists. Uh, they're some of the smartest guys, you know, in the Corps. And a lot of them were, were interested in this sort of thing. And a lot of them weren't. Uh, so it was a mixed bag, but, um, we actually, I had them watch, uh, this documentary Obama's war, which is a PBS documentary that came out at the time. And it was about, um, basically the, this ongoing or, um, early stage of, of the insurgency and how, and what Obama and, and the Obama administration was thinking at the time. And I wanted to give the Marines, you know, a more historical sense of the war and, and, and what they actually would be expected to do and, and the whole and kind of instill in them this kind of winning hearts and minds type uh, mentality. Well, I'm curious. I mean, you, you alluded to Iraq already going badly at this point and, you know, the fact that they're there, you know, some some Marines were kind of eager to talk about politics or maybe willing to talk about politics. But by and large, there wasn't a lot of that on. I'm sort of curious when you went to Afghanistan, was there any kind of talk about like you guys are, are fighting the the good war in Iraq is a different thing? Because that's I mean, certainly this is the period where that was front and center in the sort of liberal mind back here in the US. This was the Obama campaign two thousand eight pitch, essentially. It was, you know, I oppose Iraq, but just to prove to you that I'm not some you know, anti-war freak. I, I want to go harder in Afghanistan because that's the good war and Iraq is the bad war. 